You are listening to the NIHL Flyby with your hosts, Matt Lindsay and Dave Ferrari. Proudly supported by Skaters Network and Pride Tape. Okay, welcome to episode number 37.5. I'm your host, Dave Ferrari. And Mackenzie Gallagher. And uh, mate, this is a first. We're coming back with a a 0.5 episode. Uh, And for those that don't know, the 0.5 episode is our Monday episode, which is going to wrap up last week's D3 and on the weekend's D Junior and preview the week that is round three of the NIHL Space Launch. Yes, exactly. We were tossing about where we're going to change the dates, where we're going to start filming another day. But I think you and Maddie have come to the right decision of just making two podcasts. I know. It was Maddie's decision, actually. And in classic Matt Lindsay fashion, um, he ain't here, <laughs> which is why you are. But no, nah, we, we know Matt, obviously on the dad duty, um, him and Maddie just doing a great job so far with their little one, Ruben. And uh, he had planned to be here, but, uh, you know, mate, life happens. Things happen. And uh, things happen. But you're here, mate. You were on – you got the call up. You I did. got sent down to the American League there for a little while. Uh, you were playing well. The feedback was good, you yeah, know, yeah. playing both sides of the park, finishing checks, just playing the right way. Uh, so you got the you got the call up. But uh, – and also, speaking of you getting the call up, you may actually be hitting the ice soon because you've just got your brand new set of wheels. Indeed. We may have to set this out because it's not what we like to see on people's feet, but you needed them to be fully custom because you had you got the weak ankles. Yeah. What did you get, mate? Uh, so I went with the, the true customs. Uh, if you're not familiar with them, they are like I really tossed around the options. That's bad. <laughs> well, it's not Bauer. <laughs> it's not Bauer. Well, I had Bowers and look what they've done. Oh, man, no, we can't, yeah, yeah. I get <laughs> no, no, no. It. I it's, get it. it's not for everyone, yeah, but it's, uh, it's definitely for me, Matt and JFK, <laughs> uh, and Liam. So your top two scorers in the NIHL yes. Div 1 are in Bowers. Are. But go on, mate, you got the trues. Yeah, I got the trues. So I did a bit of research, and they, what seemed like was they do a full custom mould of your foot instead of altering a stock boot. Like some other so customers. how do they do that? Do you got to go dip your dip your foot in a, <laughs> a uh, some plaster? Oh, well, that would probably be easier. So, they, well, they actually take a scan of your foot with an iPad, but through another lens. Ooh! So they kind of plug something into the iPad, and <laughs> I tell you what, I forgot about this, but when I because I got it done a number of weeks ago, because obviously it takes a while to get manufactured, got to come from Canada, get shipped down. And these are when, so I was post-surgery, the swelling had just come down. I'd got the all clear. I can go get the go get the scan done. And the guy there, I can't fault the staff enough. It was there, absolutely brilliant the way they dealt with me. And we got it all sorted really quickly. But I was holding a lunge because you need to be in that like hockey position because they scan that foot around like when you're leaning forward leaning a bit. Forward. Okay, so <laughs> it was probably the most painful 15 minutes of my life. You had to hold it for 15 minutes. Not 15 minutes, but... They do multiple scans, multiple photos, and I reckon you're, hot, you're doing a lunge for not 15 minutes, but Jeez. Or three, maybe a minute, two minutes each leg, and I'll tell you when you've just had your ankles sliced half open, Yeah, that you, is you stuff to, to do. You need to get on a workout plan just to go get fitted for skates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, mate, at Skaters <laughs> Network, it's way easier than that. You just step into the machine that looks like a UFO, yes. does all the 3D scanning, and then uh, you know, then you just play the waiting game. No lunging, none of that stuff, <laughs> and you just get <laughs> no the, the skates back. Now, do yours have your name on them? They don't. It was an option. Number? No, I didn't. Nothing. I went with nothing. No. Ah, very good. Very it's, humble. Yeah, I didn't want to look too showtime with the. Yeah. the now, do they have any one. white on them? 
No, I went for the most subtle look possible. Yeah. You know, white is uh, actually it's meant to look faster on video, white skates. Okay. So I don't know if you know, have you ever heard of the player Claude Vilgram? I haven't. He's uh, one of the, uh, I don't know if one of the first, but a, a um, black hockey player, mm. Canadian, played for Team Canada and in the NHL for New Jersey Devils for a number of years. But I met him at a coaching seminar in Alberta and he was telling me that um, – when he played in Europe, they he wore graph skates and they sent him these uh, white skates that were all white. And he's like, uh, order these in black. And they were like, because he wasn't super fast. He was a big guy and a bit slow. And they said, no, we like you in white skates because it looks faster on TV. It doesn't look like you're slow. And he was like, mm, okay. But he really hated the white sta- skates because people thought he, thought he thought he was showtime. So mm. he didn't like it. So when he reordered the skates, he made sure they came in black. Sorry, correction of the story. <laughs> he went back home and got his own skates okay. made that were fully yeah, black yeah. and like a traditional skate boot and came back. And uh, apparently in between periods, the GM came down to the dressing room and said, handed him a roll of white stick tape and said, can you tape this around your ankles? Because we want to see more white, so it looks like you're faster. True story. God. Uh, also true story, you tried to kill a man with a vending machine off the ice. But I'm going to leave that for episode 37.0 yeah, because there's, there's a lot <laughs> of it to remind me because that's it was a hectic story. And uh, I'm going to tell on his behalf because it was wild. But, mate, uh, well, that's good. So you're going to be back on the ice this week, you think? Hopefully. That's what I'm nice. hoping to do, yeah. Very good. Well, we'll give you, you know, when you've had open ankle surgery, I, I, well, yeah. <laughs> open heart surgery on your ankle uh we give you a free pass you're allowed okay. to go get trues but for anyone else bow is where it's at now mate this is first of all before we preview the week week we're going to do a catch-up now f- we're going to start that catch-up with what we missed in episode 37 uh, and that is division three yes uh now last week as you know it was this, the sonics taken on our club mate the astros uh, and not a good one no, for I've the Astros the of this Power one. Club in this one. Uh, as they went down 6-3. Now, to, to start with the Astros on the losing side of this one, uh, they scored three goals in outside of a penalty shot or an empty net. So maybe three out of the five possible ways to <laughs> score a goal. They got a shorthanded goal, a power play goal, and an even strength goal. Special teams. So special teams um, did its job. Uh, they just needed more of them. And uh, more more defense. So on the uh, Tom Hodge, uh, number sixty six, getting a goal and an assist in this one. Uh, and Talon Vocal didn't have his best night uh, because we know he's just a stud. He's possibly the best goalie um, in the Division Three, and has steered uh, most of the players on that team when they were the Bandits them to a championship. So him making twenty six saves on thirty two shots is very uncharacteristic, and I expect uh, him to bounce back. Uh, and be the brick wall that he usually is this week. But on the winning side of things, the Sonics, mate, guess who they had in net? You probably know the answer. I do know the answer. Uh, certain relative of the famous co-host of this show. That's that's right. That's right, mate. You're a co-host, mate. <laughs> you're, not, you're not driving anymore. Uh, yeah, Stephen Lindsay at 60-whatever years of age, donning the pads. And uh, if you remember, it was going to be his first game with Emma mm, Lindsay yes, playing yeah. together. But the rain hit hard. Emma lives out of town. Oh, it was too this. dangerous. She had to pull over. Couldn't keep driving. Didn't make the game. Oh. So Steve Lindsay donned the pads for, well, not for nothing, because he got his team the win. And, mate, he made 28 saves on 31 shots. 
which you cannot that, fluke. That is very good. You cannot fluke. And I watched him, and I tell you what, for, for a man of his age, nimble, mm-hmm. quick, and uh, fit, up, down, yeah, kick yeah. save. Uh, he looked like a goalie. In fact, I think he um, might have a bit of a career in goal. Maybe. It's never too late. It's exactly. It's never well, too late. he's a guy with lots of hockey sense, so I'm sure that also played into it, just being aware. Of Knowing where the him. shooter's going to yeah, shoot, exactly. just reading the game before it happens. Uh, two goals to Ken Shoring in this one. Now, Ken, as we know, there's he's still working on his skating, which is getting better and better, but with that inline background, again, hockey sense and hands. He's a guy who can finish when he gets a chance, and once he hones that skating in, that last kind of 10%, He's going to find those chances double, I think. But he buried two on the night. And, mate, young Fergus Cahoon, uh, brother of uh, league-leading scorer Hamish, Hamish. Cahoon, uh, obviously Fergus, the youngest player in Division Three. Um, but, mate, not missing a beat. Chipped in with an assist, with an assist in this one. Uh, and watching him out there, you know, playing against men, against adult men and women, yeah, yeah. but adults, um, He's just doing a great job, and I yeah. think this is going to uh, really help his hockey career down the road because he's so, you know, for for his age, he's strong, but he's yep. he's a kid. He is a kid, and uh, he's more than holding his own. So yeah. well done to Fergus. That doesn't surprise me at all. I think I mean, you would have dealt with him as well, but at many NSA camps or lots of sessions, he's always a standout, a great attitude, and obviously helping out with the refing as well in the junior divisions and doing a really good job. He's doing a great job, a green jersey referee. Yes. Now, mate, speaking of refing, there were four penalties in this one. Now, one of them was a bench minor for too many men, which happens, you know, <laughs> happens. Lazy, lazy changes. But the other three were all tripping. Jeez. And I think it's just a reminder that players, you are responsible for your stick. Yes. Whether that's whacking someone in the face for high sticking, and it doesn't matter if it's an accident, you are mm. responsible for your stick. Uh, and tripping. So sometimes, even if a player steps on your stick and yeah, goes down, definitely your fault. You've got to be responsible. Happened to for me that many thing. a time. You're carrying around a weapon. Uh, don't don't use it as one. <laughs> All right, mate. Game two. Uh, now, what a game this was. And I know we joke about it, but this was legitimately the game of the round last week. Okay. I uh, I didn't catch the tail end of it. But I was going to leave as soon as it started, but I just couldn't leave. And I actually said to Rob Dushman on the way out. He's like, oh, you're leaving. I'm like, yeah, mate, I don't want to because this is super entertaining. Uh, it was D3, Galaxy taking on the Navigators. Galaxy skating to a 3 nothing win. But, mate, I'm end-to-end hockey. Passes, tape-to-tape, multiple passes per possession. Um, it, was, it was fantastic. The young kids doing their thing on both, both teams. We had two D4 affiliates playing for the Navigators, um, Cooper and Matthew Botham. Uh, Botham or Botham? I heard someone call it Botham, and then again, it made me second guess myself. But I think they would have pulled my leg because I think it's got to be both. Yeah, right? I would have thought it's both, and I'm yeah. not too sure. Man. But they, mate, they didn't look out of place at all. They did great, and I tell you what, um, you know, young Taj Lowry for the Galaxy, just doing yeah. his thing. Uh, Amelia Matheson's daughter, Michaela, yes. isn't she following in her footsteps? Yes, exactly. Just, um, there's quite, if I'm not wrong, quite a family connection on the Galaxy, I think. Obviously, I'll with Mel in Div 1 and not just those, but many. But yeah, yeah. I can. if Michaela follows in the footsteps of Mel's hockey career, that's a very positive thing for the club and the Sirens. Absolutely. Big shoes to fill. But mate, she's just solid back there. And what I like is when she gets a puck, it's just calm. Mm. And she does a lot of things that, that uh, go under the radar. Just a very humble hockey player. So a lot of, lot of stick on puck, good first pass, holding the offensive blue line. 
uh, really, really impressed with her play, big part of their win. Yeah, well, I think in these, through Div 4 to Div 1, the mainly the lower divisions, but the composure of plays is really important. I think that can sometimes make just a play up here so much better and eventually... Mm. So that comes to some plays naturally, but it's, it's very important at every level. Uh, some of the best advice I got, mate. You got more time than you think you do out Definitely, there. Definitely, yeah. And I should have used that in our <laughs> chat a little bit more. Uh, also in this one, mate, uh, my well, me and Matt's coach for the senior Division One team this year, Dawn Watt. Oh yes, uh, doing her thing and a uh, bit of an offensive uh, touch. Dawn didn't get a point in this one, okay. but I just you know I'm waiting for her to bury the goal. Sure, uh, I'm sure we hear about it. <laughs> but uh, and I just noticed in the offensive zone goes to those quiet areas, goes yeah. to the net. Just uh, you can tell has a coaching background, just in the yeah, right definitely. spot, um, and it's going to come sooner rather than later, I think. Now on the navig, going back to the navigators for a second, mate. This was awesome. Sam Garris. What a bit. He's a kid. He's an under eighteen. Okay, but uh, he's built like um, trying to think who the most solid guy, in, like Timmy Stanger. <laughs> brackets, brackets, <laughs> yeah, brackets, Timmy, number eleven. Um, he's massive. He's he's got to be six three, I reckon. No, maybe six. How two. old did you say he was? Oh, he's. You put me on the spot. He's, <laughs> he's no older than fifteen. Yeah, he's a unit. Jeez, and he can move when he gets going. He can skate. But yeah, at that age, I, I was just above five foot. So. <laughs> yeah, oh mate, he would easily be double your your <laughs> size and weight at the same age. But he can move. He had some great end to end rushes. Just couldn't quite. Um, you know, execute and get that goal. But uh, And also Drake White, uh, Matty White's son there, had a great game. He actually had one end-to-end rush where I was all ready to, you know, hit the – I was up in the box, hit the uh, – put the goal up on the board. <laughs> but he blew a tire at the last minute and just did a little uh, a little wipeout. So, mate, the Navigators um, and on the Galaxy, the young kids looking really good there. But this one, as I said, it was game of the week. It was a 3 nothing win from for the galaxy uh and mate that was it for div three so now we're going to move on to to saturday's games so let's get the game sheets here junior division now you and sienna yes. on the bench for the sonics so you, you've been a bit of a trader to the astros <laughs> still not sure why that is but whatever so you're actually going against the astros you in are. game one yes and uh you mate you put a five three beat down or well, wasn't a beat down but it was a 5-3 win to the Sonics over the Astros. So I'm going to get your thoughts on this one in a second, but I just want to run through a bit of statistics because as we've kind of made made known this week, Hamish Cahoon was narrowly beating Liam Manwaring mm. in the scoring race. Yes. He's only added to that. Um, now, obviously, Liam has played less games. Remember, two junior games equals one adult game yes. just with the time and all yeah. that. So we'll see what Liam can do this week, but... Hamish in this one, four goals, one assist. He was in on every goal. So, what are you, mate? Are you double shifting him? What are you doing? Well, he's obviously a remarkable talent. I think that's apparent. And he's such a humble kid, too, which is really what we like to see. He's got a great attitude, just like his brother. But well, I can't say we are. I think even on PPs, where we're kind of leaving it, we're going to keep it even. But I will say sometimes he does fall back in defense. if Because we, we actually had a player short. Uh, last these last two games, yeah. so we're running with the player short, having to double shift at least one kid mm. every shift. So a few times he did. Yeah, okay. he did stay on. Well, mate, I and look, it's not uh, he's just an exceptional player. But uh, I saw him make I think the play of the day was where he's coming through the neutral zone, 
And he didn't get tripped up, but he kind of just got tangled on a rut or something and went down to his knees and slid on his knees from the blue line to the red line and was able to keep control of the puck, uh, look for a teammate as he's sliding on his knees and then just make a beautiful tape-to-tape pass to Kimmy Sullivan. Kimmy Sullivan, yes. Um, now, speaking of Kimmy Sullivan, he he had an excellent game. He, he had an excellent weekend. He was just look, he was handling the puck well. He's looking like the Kimmy of old. He is indeed. I uh, Well, I wasn't going to mention this, but he actually pointed out to me that he's an avid listener of the podcast. Gee. And for those who don't know, the last time I was on the podcast, I mentioned a certain play with a stick that was just a bit too long to them. You were just ripping into him. I like. was a bit. And I can reveal, he's all right with me saying this because he said he listened to it and he very much knew it was him, but it was Kimmy Sullivan. I'm happy ah. to report he's cut that stick down it and is. I think the stats speak for themselves. He scored one goal. Yeah, we'll which, get to that, mate. We'll get to that. But you're right. He yeah. Great. <laughs> so I'm carried away. It was just a great performance. Uh, another person which you've got to be happy with, uh, Xavier Burns. Yes. Mate, he he has come such a long way, that kid. He gets two assists and a goal in this one. Um, I think he is a player with a bright, bright future. But someone who snuck on the – didn't sneak on the score sheet here, but again got themselves on the score sheet and uh, just is all about defence um, – on both sides of the puck, defensively and offensively from the blue line. Uh, And that is Esri D, Speedy. Speedy, yes. Um, So she assisted on the first goal uh, and played played solid. I just love how she really buys into her position of D and does whatever it takes. And then when she gets the puck, makes a good first pass and gets gets the offense going. Yeah, she's definitely what you call more of a stay-at-home defenseman. But yeah, she really understands her role. Uh, as, As a coach, she's one of those... I feel confident and I feel confident in all the kids and they're just kids. So why not? It's not the end of the day if whatever happens, but yeah, you're definitely confident with speeding the back. And you mentioned Xavier before. He's a kid that's such a nice, genuine kid. He's really come out of his shell. I haven't had too much to do with him. I don't think I had coached him before this, but he's a fun kid. Yeah. He, he was just brilliant. And he's uh, talk about the attitude of Kimmy, speedy, Hamish, et cetera, all our team have great attitude, but him specifically, just such a polite person, really willing to learn. That's great. Um, now, uh, on the other side of things, on the losing team, unfortunately, the Astros, two goals to Alistair Crouch and uh, and a goal to Aiden McIntosh. But, mate, the player that really, really – and a sister, Lenny Thurston, I've got to throw that in there, or, uh, you know. <laughs> keep Gav happy. Yeah, keep Gav happy. The Thurstons, mate, just doing it in both divisions. But uh, the player that really impressed me in this one, mate, young Oliver Gintings. Mm-hmm. Literally, as they would say, knee high to a grasshopper. Well, yeah, you can't miss him out there. And it's it's really, I really admire uh, smaller players, whether that be in the NHL or the NIHL. I just think me growing up a small player, as I mentioned, I really, I grew about, went from 5'1 to about six foot in about a year. And he certainly doesn't let that be a disadvantage for him because he, a bit younger and a bit smaller than most of the other kids out there but he is lighting it up he was wheeling around it's great to see so game two mate we had the astros taking on the galaxy yep. so you guys had a game off for this yep. uh and, and another ripper game two to one astros win so they uh they got a win and a loss yep. on the day uh tanisha brown in this one so we've got some adults helping them out in goal uh only her second week in goal stopped 11 or 12 shots yeah i think all the all the goalies, some of the older guys helping out, all just did a brilliant job. They did. And I'm seeing from just the, the first round of games to this one, the improvement they've made in three games, that really just goes to show the best way to improve is get there out on the ice. But 
I did watch this game from the stands because, as you know, we had a bit of a break, so I got some food watching the stands. And can I just give a shout-out to the crowd? Oh, I, know, I know you've been plugging the socials to get people down there, but they, they've taken that to heart because it was <laughs> honestly, it arrived in an AIHL game. A few more people in there. And it was everyone was really passionate, good volume, good numbers out there. That's Lots of people coming out wearing their jerseys of their clubs, and that's that's what we're all about. Absolutely. Uh, well the socials is where it's, it's working in one area, it didn't <laughs> work in another, which we'll get to later. Okay. But uh uh going down with the galaxy in this one, two one, such a narrow game. Goal to Cody Parrott. Uh, we're in the sea for the galaxy. Mate, the brother-sister connection of Cohen and Neve Van Eppen, uh, they really do a heat for this team. Neve just buzzes around there, winning battles along the boards. And then Cohen, a lot of speed in his game. Uh, he he can break it at wide open at any time. But another player I was impressed with was big Blake Avery. Just bustling down. He's one of those guys where I think he's literally just one thing away from from elevating his game mm. by ten percent by yeah. tenfold, you know, because he just improve his skating a little bit, yeah. just improve his stick handling a little bit, just improve his shot a little bit, and as I said, it it'll just make him a completely different player. And he's already a gun, so I can really see him once he just once he nails those at practice, uh, being a player that we see repetitively on the score sheet each week. Um, now. I uh, yeah, I'm gonna move on because I didn't highlight anyone for the Astros there. And uh, anyway, last game of the day, we had uh, the Galaxy taking on your Sonics, uh, and mate, two wins on the day. You got a four, you got up four two over the Galaxy. Uh, two goals again to the league leader Hamish Cahoon, and two goals to Kimmy Sullivan. Yes. Uh, with stick. A, and, an, and an assist, so that stick just just we'll call it <laughs> a from now on because yeah. he's just working magic with it. Um, yeah, mate. So that they're the they're the wrap ups, they're the scores. But take, I guess, just quickly, take us behind the bench for the Sonics on the weekend. What was it like? Uh well, already I'm seeing lots of improvement, not just from the kids, but from myself in some way. I've never really coached before, so getting used to it. Ah, uh, it gets stressful at times, just trying to manage everyone. But no, I'm really enjoying it. Uh it was the first time we had that first game, then the break, and then the third. I think that worked wonders for us. Obviously, every team's going to take turn on, on back-to-back yep. games, yep. so it'll be fair. But even in that third game, we were run out of gas just a little bit. So I think that's the highlight of that third game there. I think both teams are pretty gassed, previously both playing the games. But yeah, I, I can't hype up the kids enough, really. That's obviously the first uh, round that we've had the back-to-back wins, and everyone's really behind it. I think we're trying our best to... Um, for everyone to have fun and it really looks like everyone's getting good ice time having a good time yeah. and having fun and it does look like that and I tell you what so we talked you talked about the atmosphere it was buzzing in here it so was. if you can get down to the rink Saturdays from 4.30 you will I guarantee you'll be entertained and it, it's good no hockey. some of the kids or all the kids will blow you away mm. with their skill but because they're new to the game there's broken plays left and right there's exciting stuff that happens there's there's breakaways that come out of nowhere. There's there's you know players making passes from their knees as they're sliding through the neutral zone. There's big saves. There's big goals. It's 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 a, a super entertaining day and the atmosphere was electric. So it's good to see people getting down here now, mate. We did a bit of a uh, something different. We tried something different on the weekend, and that was uh, thought we'd have a bit of fun with it. Put a bit of money on the line. The week before there was 21 goals scored on the weekend. So we yep. said, you know what. We're going to donate. Uh, there's a few causes out there that we like, so we, we picked one to start with, and it is uh, Dog Rescue Newcastle. 
because uh, one of the, the NIHL players, Jesse Reinhardt, uh, he's done some work with us in the past with our online presence, but uh, he is doing some fantastic work with them. Uh, and like I said on the socials this week, that's where I got my dog from. So a bit of a connection. We thought, you know what, for every junior goal that's scored this weekend, we're going to throw in two bucks a goal. Because I thought, you know, 21 the last week, that'd be $42. Um you know, that's probably my limit for for, for anything. Uh, you know, I've done it right, but uh, that's, I think that's a heavy, that's a decent donation. So I thought, you know, but if I do that, um, and maybe a couple other people jump on board, might be over a hundred bucks. Yeah, maybe this becomes a bit of a thing. And uh, you know, each week we can pick a different charity, and people are chipping in. You know, even if it's just ten bucks here, but if there's ten people doing it, there's a hundred bucks, and we can kind of make a bit of a difference and feel good and especially make the kids feel good yeah. or even adults. We don't have enough to do it on a junior night. But uh, anyway, mate, it's early days and I'm not going to lose faith. But I uh, made the donation, put it up there, and I thought, other people, if you make your donation, share it with me. I'll share it on our thing. We can get a bit of a train going. And uh, crickets, mate. <laughs> crickets. Uh, in fact, in fact, I've got it. Uh, I've got it here somewhere. There it is. Nothing. So, but whatever, you know, um, no one has to give. Uh, maybe people didn't hear it, see it. Yeah, I, I brought up to you, I think we maybe in future should announce that <laughs> a bit yeah. earlier. But Or even if we maybe got like a little bucket at the rink, even here in the, the NSA office, just who, so. Who carries cash anymore though, mate? Yeah, true. It's not very COVID safe either. So maybe no, exactly. Isn't true. the wisest idea. <laughs> anyway, we'll try something again next week. And uh, maybe we'll just do maybe a bit smaller, a dollar a goal yeah. or a dollar a save in a certain game. Or anyway, we'll see. Well, um, now that everyone knows it's out there, I don't doubt that. Yeah. We'll have plenty of people partaking. Maybe. It's just one of those things where, you know, it might be something small from someone, but combined, yeah. community through hockey, exactly. we have a lot of power. All right, mate. Well, we need to re- preview this week's game, starting with tonight. Tonight, big night at the ring. We've got Learn to Play, which goes at 5.45 to 6.45. Um, so new players getting into the game. Yep. Newer players that just want to hone their skills getting into the game. Uh, and then after that... Um, at 7 and 8.15, we have our two Division One games. This week's battle between the clubs, it is the Galaxy taking on our Astros and it's the Navigators taking on the Sonics um, all week. So in Division One, mate, we're just going to touch on each game and uh, and then we also have some predictions for you. Okay. But I don't want you to do game by game. We're going to make that a bit more interesting when okay. we get there. So game by game, mate. Well, look, we're taking on the Galaxy. The Astros, Vega, Astros undefeated. Galaxy, overtime loss and a win. So uh, really big game for both teams. How do you think we stack up against the Galaxy? Have you seen them play? I have seen them play. Um, team we haven't played yet, so it's tough to predict. But God, uh, players like Jaden Ryan making his return to the league last four, game week. And four goals yeah, last week. He, he really, for staging that game, just looked like a class above. But we, we know he has extensive East Coast and AIHL experience. Uh, but the pass button wasn't working, mate. He messaged me. Uh, we let him have it last week because he didn't mix in an assist. But I mean, four goals. Come on, he's clearly looking like the strongest player in the league right now. Uh, but uh, he said, "Mate, Davey, I'm going to mix in an assist for you next week." So he says, "Challenge accepted." No, uh, there's some great uh, friends who I'm with, who I'm friends with on the Galaxy. I think they've got a really strong team, just like the Astros. So it'll certainly be an interesting game. Don't know if you've heard this, but I'm pretty sure a bit of a exclusive. I think there's a few Galaxy players missing that Ooh. I've heard. 
Ooh. I'm not going to quite reveal their names, okay. but I'm just okay. saying maybe I'll still have this discussion, but that could certainly tilt it either way. I'm not actually sure if we have a full roster, but... We might have uh, close. Well, you're not in, obviously. You're still yeah. dealing with the ankle, but Mitch Het, yes, uh, close to a return. Okay, so we could have uh, quite the full squad. Yeah, we had a, an upper body injury, but hopefully he's yeah, yeah. he's coming back from that. But yeah, it'll, it'll be a great game. I think it will be as well. I think uh, you're really keen to go head to head with players like Matt Price yep. and uh, Rob Dushman because played mm. uh, actually played on a line with him for most of this uh, the rep season. Take just one, gone. Yeah. I uh, really enjoyed playing with him, so I'll be doing my best to shut him down. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Rob. I really like the way he plays. And oh, for, smart, I don't, I don't want to call him an older guy. He's certainly not the, the we, fossils we call like Ray yeah. but <laughs> no, we, I'll put him in that game. <laughs> he's, uh, uh, he's a fossil. It, you certainly wouldn't know it, though. He seems really fit, really athletic, and just... Oh, there's no slowing down for him. He's, he's, a, he's an absolute exceptional player. Uh, and in the other game, mate, we have the Sonics, who are an overtime win and a loss, taking on the Navigators, who are 0-2, mate. Now mm. I thought they had the. I still think they have the best team on paper, but just can't yeah. quite get it together yet. I'm not sure what it is. I know they've got. Maybe there's a few characters on the team. Maybe they're not gelling that well. I'm not quite sure the details, but just an early prediction is not part of my predictions. But I'll, I'll tip the navigators for the win here. I think they. Re- yeah, I think the they're gonna. I just think it's, uh, as you said, they really look such a strong team on paper, and for them to go zero and two, I don't think anyone would have predicted. So. I'm I'm backing them to flip the odds this week. Well, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they've got JFK on their team, yep. who is an exceptional player and Definitely. coach of the North Stars. So if he can do his thing as a player and a coach, I'm sure he can whip them into order. But uh, I really think it's going to be battles, battle of the goalies in this one. Both Timmy Waterson for the Sonics and Travis Lang for the Navigators, did, they haven't played their best hockey yet this season. Um, so them going head-to-head, I really think it's a chance for one or both of them to, to kind of make a statement, a bit of a mic drop game perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think you're going to have their work cut out yeah. for them because Sonics, you know, you got you got Nate and Powell, some real uh, offensive scorers uh, and the Navigators. As I said, the list, the list goes on and on. But <laughs> uh, they're too good not to be winning games. Hopefully they can get on the board this week. Oh, I can't wait to watch it. I'll be there. Are we the, are we the first game? Uh, of course, you'd ask me that. Uh, I don't know, mate. I, well, regardless, uh, we'll, we'll be there for yeah. both. And we will talk about the schedule quickly because uh, it was brought to my attention last week. It's heavily imbalanced with early and late games for teams. In fact, oh. there was one team in Division Four who had all the late games, oh, okay. which is a hundred percent my error. <laughs> so, in, you know, in all the me- the craziness that was this space launch, uh, NASA has just dropped the ball a little bit. And it happens. Yeah, it happens, and uh, it'll be corrected. So just a heads up, and, and I'll email it out to captains this week, but we will be changing the schedule, obviously not for this week's games, yeah. but going forward and just making sure that it's never going to be perfect and it's never a perfect, perfectly balanced schedule in the NIHL, but it needs to be more balanced than it is right now. So we will be making those changes. Now, uh, going forward into the week in Division 2, mate, Tuesday night, so uh, Galaxy taking on the Astros. Uh the Div 2 Galaxy, mate, they are playing some really good hockey. Their young guys are buzzing, but they need to be doing a bit more on the defensive side of the puck. Um, and it starts in the net out. Wobbles, again, he – actually, I don't want to say he hasn't brought his best because he had an exceptional game last week, but they're, they're just a couple of goals away from getting, uh, getting that first win. So, uh, yeah, we'll finish that point there. Astros v. the Galaxy. Um, Astros obviously have Eric Sincere who's just a stud and um, 
one of the one of the most veteran goalies in the entire league, but especially in Division Two. So, uh, but I think a winnable game. Astros have a lot of new players on their roster this year that have yep. graduated from Div Three. Exceptional players, but they don't have as much D two experience mm. as they've had in the past. And I think the Galaxy can really make the most of that. And the Galaxy have those young legs. You know, they've got the uh, Scotty D wires. They've got the yes. Mason Armstrongs. Who? Side note: Have you seen that kid's haircut? I haven't. Oh, what? <laughs> you might have to bring it up for me. What a buffont he is rocking around. <laughs> he, it's the, it is the the mullet. Oh, and I might have even mixed in a bit of a perm because it's <laughs> high on top, high like an afro, short and tight on the sides, and then just party out the back. It's. Uh, I thought he was wearing a, a, a hairpiece. Actually, it was impressive if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, Wednesday night, the Astros taking on the Galaxy. So we, we were correct, mate. Okay. It's Club V Club last week. Uh, 7 o'clock, Astros taking on the Galaxy in D4. Now, the Astros, the most experienced D4 team we have. Yep. Uh, hopefully, we're adding to their roster this week just to give them over two lines because uh, everyone needs a breather. Taking on the Galaxy. Uh, now, Div 4, it's hard to predict these things because mm. it's a new division and everyone's playing everyone. And each week, we just see huge improvement. Like Adam Bland. He had three points last week Jeez. and only started playing hockey the week before uh, in an actual game. Um, so I really, you know, who knows where it's going to go. The Astros goalie, uh, Ryan Painter, he last year with them when there was two Division Four teams, he was unbelievable. Loves to get down in the butterfly, take away the bottom half of the net. But again, like a lot of goalies in this league, hasn't played his best game yet mm. this year. So I really think it's going to be a statement game for him. And Layla McKenzie, the D4 Galaxy goalie, she was out there on the weekend in the juniors. Yep. Um, she's really putting in a lot of work to hone her game and get it to the next level. So I'm curious to see how she stacks up this week because still, you can probably count the amount of time she's played goal on one hand. It's mm. still very, very new to the position. So that's going to be an excellent game. And then the second game, the Sonics taking on the Navigators. Uh, Benny Armstrong's D4 Sonics. Uh, he's just got that team whipped into shape. They're looking very, very good. And uh, Ash Bailey's D4 Navigators. Mate, bit of news tonight. Oh, yes. I'm going to let you break it, actually. Well, uh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> in, a, in a second. I think you're going to want to hear this. Mate, they've got a new goalie. They Tell do us. have a new goalie. We were in here setting up for the podcast, thinking about what we're going to talk about, what we're going to say. And so a knock on the door of Orion Supi Souliar. For those that don't know, yeah. I, a few of the guys in the East Coast team like to call him Supi, but I think we we worked on the pronunciation. I think it's Souliar. Yeah, we used to call him Souliar, but it's... Uh, <laughs> I, th- I thought that's what it was. Oh, okay, maybe I've changed <laughs> it in my mind already, but uh, it's not how we were saying it, and no. it is... Uh, you just put a bit of a French accent in yeah, there. Yeah, of course. Um and that's him. But anyway, mate, he's going to be going between the net he looking is. for the Navigators. And he looks unreal. In fact, I said, mate, you might be a bit too good. And he said, <laughs> he did say this. don't worry, mate, I have poor vision. <laughs> and I said, okay, well, time will tell. So a uh, little pre-scout for the Sonics. Lots of shots. Shots, 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 high, low. Let's get a screen in front of that. <laughs> um, let's get someone flashing, taking away the goalie's yeah, yeah. eyes, side to side. Uh, let's make let's make it hell for him on the night. Uh, because if he's anything like Ryan Williams, mate, two games, two shutouts. Jeez. That's Div 4. Now, I want to talk about Div 4 because uh, watching it last week, uh, mate, it's 
it's crazy how much players improve so quickly mm. in that division. Uh, it's a development division, but the speed is just—it's just someone has taken the governor off, and people are flying around <laughs> out there, which is great to see because they're improving. But one thing we need to remember, and one thing the referees are going to be making sure of this week, is that we're in control. Yeah, you know, I used the analogy last week of you know driving the S box car and <laughs> things like that. But uh, you you know you can go fast, but you need to be able to put the brakes on and stop because yeah. it's quite dangerous if you have to use another player to stop the goalie to stop. Yes. <laughs> super dangerous, Very dangerous. Like, and you no, get a penalty, and you get a penalty. You know, or you'll hurt yourself mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully just yourself. But, but you, you may end up hurting someone else, which is what we don't want. Particularly when I notice new players going full speed and crash often end up sliding skates mm, first. Change the boards, you know, yeah. And um, we don't want anyone to get hit with a skate. No, it's, it's, uh, it was a, at times, it was a bit of 10-pin uh, bowling out there. <laughs> so just be careful. Yeah. Also in Division 4, um, play with speed. But... Uh, you know, if you're trying to get the puck off someone, you need to do that with a stick lift. Yeah. You know, you can't muscle someone off the puck in no. Division 4. No, no, no. Uh, that's, that's in the higher divisions where yeah. the skating is uh, appropriate. So, you know, um, just just picture this week as if it's uh, like driving your car on a long weekend, double demerits. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be a double demerits. We're <laughs> not calling any double penalties, <laughs> but uh, they're definitely on notice a little bit because yeah. we just want the safety of players. Yeah. And once you're at that level where you can go fast and harness it and really get after the puck and carry the puck at high speed and all that, then boom, we'll bump you up to Div- Division 3 when a spot opens up, uh, hopefully, and that is how the divisions work. So, yeah, just want to see a bit more uh, control in the Division 4 this week. Okay. And um, I have no doubt they'll do that because, like I said, just improving, improving, improving. Now, Thursday. Thursday. Where's me Thursday? Uh, Astros Galaxy. Uh, that'll be that'll be a good test for the Galaxy, uh, and I think a good test for the Astros. Talon needs to have a rebound game. He needs to be better in net, which I know he will be. Uh, and the Galaxy just flying high right now. Uh, that'll be a good test for them. I think facing a goalie like Talon, that's really going to test your offense. Yeah. Uh, but I think they're up to it. D three Sonics taking on the D three Navs. Uh, the D three Navigators missing some players last week. Brendan Banks away. You know he's he does a lot of uh, damage literally out there for him. <laughs> nah, he's a, he's a good player. He gets in there. He's he's fast, strong. Um, and the D three Sonics. The big question for me is who's going to be in the net? Are we going to see Stephen Lindsay again? I hope so. Are we going to see Benny Armstrong get the call up? Yeah, maybe. Are we going to see Ryan Williams get the call up? Mm. Uh, are we going to see? Emma Moonen make her space launch debut outside of the junior outside league. The juniors, yeah. um, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. But, but uh, you mentioned before just about how quickly play is improving. Yeah. A uh, little shout out to Benny Armstrong because, as you know, he's been, as I've mentioned, he's been helping out with the juniors. And week to week, God, it's just the improvement is absolutely massive. So it wouldn't surprise me if he gets the call up to that game. Yeah. And I've got to apologize in advance to Benny Armstrong's family. Because um, I don't know what he did before hockey, but I think we have take we've we've got him full time. <laughs> He's here every night of the week, um, just beating the Sonic's drum, which we love. 
uh, he's gone through that much hockey gear. There's probably another three players playing hockey at right now in the gear that he's donated. <laughs> he's kitted out himself and about three others. Love to see it. And now he's playing goal as well. And anytime, hey, Benny, I need you to play goal here. Boom, he's there. Hey, Benny, you think you can come do this? Boom, he's here. Hey, Benny, you think you can make this graphic? It's in my inbox before I even finish asking him. So uh, we thank you, Benny, and we apologise to your family because they're <laughs> probably just, uh, you know, thinking, where's he gone? But anyway, safe with us and uh, we'll push on. Now, we got a segment. We do. We're going to finish with a segment. Unless you have anything else to add? No, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> uh, what do we – yeah, okay. Now, this segment, because uh, as we know, Mackenzie, um, he knows the game. He knows how things roll. He's got a good mind for it. So we want to get his uh, prediction on a few things. Okay. And we're going to call it Mystic Mac. You can call me Mystic Mac because I predict these things. Now, mate, uh, I want some predictions from you. Okay. Now, this is all fresh off the dime. Yeah, I haven't okay. heard these in advance. I've not given you any. And I've got five. Okay. Okay. Um, I didn't know where to start. I thought, you know, you've got you play. Well, you haven't played yet. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Division 1. Yep. And I want to know, mate. I want to take cast your mind to the Sonics, which is your sister club. Okay. Brother, sister club. <laughs> Who gets more points this year? Paddy Naden or Hamish Powell? You can call me Mystic Mac because I predict these things. You've started me off with a tough one. Well, in fact, I don't think it's overly tough, but I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, no, uh, obviously Hamish Powell, a great North Stars player throughout the years. I think he's scored some very important goals. One in Melbourne springs to mind in his AIHL career. The people's goal. Yeah, but I'm not too familiar with them as much as Paddy because obviously I played with Paddy. I've never played with well, him. Well, I'll tell you, I played with him in senior ones this year mm. and he was uh, either leading or second on our team in scoring. Jeez. Mm. Well, maybe I am being too confident, but I might just give the edge to Paddy Nade and that's only because okay. I've played with him and in my personal opinion, he's arguably the best player in the league. Ooh. I think he's, he's probably at his prime age now. I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but mid-20s is... Yeah, probably more in his prime and he's just an unbelievable player so is Hamish I remember watching that first game when they I think they played the Galaxy and it went to OT and yeah. I think Hamish might have it was got that Naden, OT winner Naden to well there Amo, you go OT it winner. could go either Paddy way because I think they're playing the same line so they'll probably be sharing points but I'll just have to back Paddy Naden though. okay there you go second one mate uh, this week Matty Montgomery yeah. as we know is just the hottest goalie in all of hockey right now in Australia but uh, so he is a Sonic. Yep. They are playing the Navigators this week mm-hmm. in Division Two, yep. which is Tristan's crew. Good team. If you had to take the under or the over, so either more oh. or less, okay. on his goals against for the week, if his goals against were set at two, would you take the under, meaning they'll get less than two, yep. or the over, meaning they'll get more than two? Now, Maddie's a heck of a goalie. He is. But Tristan's outfit, they a are a heck team. of a unit. Yep. So You can call me Mystic Mac because I predict these things. It's probably the Navigators that are probably the team I'm most familiar with in Div 2. I kind of know, like as you said, Tristan, that kind of core group of players that have stuck around for ages. The loudest players in our league. <laughs> I feel like this segment is just putting me on the spot a bit. <laughs> this is really some controversial stuff, but I have to say... And this might shock you and shock a few people, but I'm going to go with under two goals. Mm. After seeing the performance that Matt put in in the Div 1 game when he was called up 
and obviously me being somewhat involved with his coaching, but more Ethan Speld, I think would be wrong of me to predict that he's going to let in more than two goals, and I think I'll have to back him there. Okay, so we've seen Matty do it at all levels now. Now let's see if he can do it with the pressure of Mystic Mac <laughs> getting the under of the two goals against. All right, mate, the third one here, because uh, Matt's not here, Matt Lindsay, nope. so don't, be, don't feel pressured into this one. Who goes further, and they're both teams, they're going to be playoff teams this year. Okay. Who goes further in the playoffs this year, the Toronto Maple Leafs or the Calgary Flames? You can call me Mystic Mac because I predict these things. Oh, well, I think I know both yours and Matt's opinion on this one, but <laughs> it's a tough one because it's obviously the Flames are flying. I mean, they weren't yesterday, but they're obviously after a great start to the season. I think you mentioned the other week it's the most shutouts. That's right. And defense wins yeah. championships, mate. Yeah. And oh, I didn't hear, I didn't know about the whole, we couldn't, it was like rugby on ice. You couldn't pass forward. Couldn't do the forward pass. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with Drop that. Passes so. only. Coach's nightmare. Learning every day, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how that would go these days, but God. I, d- I will say the Leafs are a team I actually really like. I'm not a Leafs fan, but Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, Willie Nylander, Supi, Jack Campbell and goal is Nick now. It's a team I'm really a fan of and I'm a huge fan of Mitch Marner. Uh, a few t- I'll, I'll certainly take this compliment, but a teammate of mine has compared me to Mitch Marner one time. Wow. Uh, that is Vic shoes to fill. That's right. I got, I got compared to Brian Boyle. <laughs> so uh, I can see that. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm going to have to go with the Flames. And that comes down to the coaching of the Calgary Flames yes. and Daryl Sutter. Yeah. As you know, Big I'm a Kings D, we fan. Trust. And he won, if I'm not wrong, two cups with the Kings. Two, and that is correct. He's been the coach of the LA Kings for the majority of my time, supporting the Kings. And obviously, a coach I have the utmost respect for. And it looks like all the Flames are bought into that system. So I, I, I can't see him slowing down. I think we leave it there, mate. That's a great pick. Uh, okay. Now, two players are absolutely carving up Division 1 this year. Liam Manwaring mm-hmm. uh, and Jaden Ryan. Yes. Jaden's only played one game. Liam's played two. But uh, they both have a whack of goals. Jaden hasn't got an assist yet. Maybe tonight it changes. Maybe. So, question for you, Mac. Who finishes the season with more assists? Jaden or Liam? That's a great question. You can call me Mystic Mac because I predict these things. I've played with both of these players, both in different leagues. Um, obviously, I've, I've got a bit more affinity towards Liam just because he's on the Astros team, but obviously I've played East Coast with Jaden, so I'm a huge fan of both players. Remember, though, he is playing on my line, <laughs> and I know I like to go... Top show! <laughs> but uh, it doesn't happen too often. Oh, well, it is this season. <laughs> well, so If you continue your current trend... A couple of games. Bam! Top shelf! I think in East Coast, Jaden has assisted me a few times. So I'm kind of wanting to say him, but I really think I'd be doing the Astros a disservice if I leaned away from my clubhouse. So I think I'll have to go with Lehman. Okay, there. good. I like to see where your loyalty lies. And that's just <laughs> going to motivate Jaden even more, which could come back yeah, to bite us. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe I should have gone with Jaden. <laughs> All right, mate. And the last one uh, in the juniors, which okay. you're familiar with, yep. and neither are on your team. So, oh, okay. you, you know, you don't have to be yeah, loyal yeah. here. That's good. But uh, so far this year, Monique Sheffield yep. has three assists. Okay. Cody Parrott has two assists. Both play big offensive roles for their team. They do. Both are exceptional players in the league. Who gets more assists this season, Monique or Cody? You can call me Mystic Mac because I predict these things. 
That certainly is a tough one. I think I've watched every junior game this year, so I'm certainly familiar with both of those players. I think everyone's familiar with Monique Sheffield, the the daughter of the famous Ray Sheffield, the fossil. The fossil, yeah. <laughs> just, just keeping that uh, that name. Going. I will say, though, from what I have a glance at these two players, I think Cody is more of a goal scorer than Monique. So I think with this one, I'm going to have to go to Monique just scorer. on the basis of potentially Cody will end up with more points, but I think assists alone, I think that'll go to Monique Sheffield. All right, mate. Well, uh, that does us for... For all the things I had on the uh, on our run sheet here that our producers just handed me uh, for episode thirty seven point five, um, anything oh, anything you want to add? Uh, not particularly. Obviously, really excited as I'm sure all our listeners are for the upcoming week of hockey. Uh, happy to be part of the inaugural episode, the Monday episode of the NIHL the five. The point five. Uh, yeah, just really looking forward to making my return as well. Well, we all are, mate. Hopefully, with the team soon. All right. Well, that'll do us. Uh, it's Monday. It's hockey night in Newcastle. It is. As we've just coined it right <laughs> now. Uh, you know, if you're a player that's relatively new to the game, get down to learn to play. Definitely. In the play of the game, man. Get your touches in. Or if you want to do skate the game, man, just work on your skating. Good chance to do that. And if you're anyone who's anyone, get down to the rink tonight. Watch the D1 action. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be packed, and you're gonna see Mackenzie Gallagher working the gate <laughs> for the D1 Astros. See you tonight.